I'm back, bitches. The champ is back. Oh my god, please tell us everything that happened. How quick how quickly was, was how quickly Piccolo did you there? win that fight? Um, I literally just stepped into the ring and he forfeited. Damn. So No you know, not saying he a little bitch, but but there is a reason <laughs> why no one knows about this specific Paul brother. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Um also, you know, let the record stand. Toby's uh, professional boxing record is a one zero and zeros. Yeah, <laughs> undefeated, right here. That you know of, yes, yes. So. One point one rebound that you know of. So yeah, one point zero rebound and zero assist. Sorry, I don't know. So uh, <laughs> line them up and knock them down. I'm, That's I'm mistaken. All the sports now. <laughs> Yeah, you know, boxing where where they they punch the ball into the net, and then you have rebounds and assists. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And, uh, and the person with the the lowest score wins. Yeah. So as you can tell, this is not <laughs> a podcast, par. but this is a art cast, a art podcast. We are your friends' podcast. Art cast. Just uh, three artists here from Toronto, Ontario. Joining and filling your hour with art and artsy things, and also plenty of shenanigans. Uh, I'm your host, Elvaro Cruz, chilling. Shenanigans. Store. Joined this week with his brothers in art, back again, Toby Medeiros, Toby Magic Hands Medeiros, and Mad Sketch. <laughs> How are we doing, guys? Imagine hey, Toby doing Magic jazz hands. hands. Off, That's what yeah. he was doing. Uh, Magic Hands is my porn name, okay? I would like to keep those two entities separate if I can. I was just trying to uh, think of like a boxing Magic name for you, hands. and that's like the best thing I came up with, so yeah. Uh, I don't know. Toby Thanos. the Devastating Madeiras. <laughs> Devastator. I don't know. The devastator. Toby the Violator. Toby. Oh, see, that's my, <laughs> the that's my other porn name for the BDSM <laughs> scene. Uh, <laughs> man. you gotta keep all of your properties separated man it's it's all it's all to do with the trademarking you know it's all about the branding it's all about exactly. that yeah we're we're yeah, uh, you gotta keep your branding, branding separate we're pretty we're pretty perverted here aren't we <laughs> we're just a bunch of pervs <laughs> no i don't think so speak for yourself i don't think so i think we're pretty clean yeah. Have, you, have you met me and Toby? Like, excuse you. <laughs> I'll let I'll let the audience be the judge of it. Fair enough. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. Mm-hmm. So, what did you guys do while I was gone? Oh, you know, uh, we were inside. Yeah. Just stayed inside. The the stuff, the stuff. We've been uh, mm-hmm. we've been having plenty of rain here in the city, uh, which kind of sucks because like this Love is it. this is our summer, so like. Yeah, what the fuck, you know? I, I don't know. Kind of, I kind of wanted to go out. I was happy. I was, I was excited for everyone to be to have eyes on me, but I was just <laughs> trying to be funny while stuck in a room. So, mm. yeah. Indeed. Fuck. In. I'm, I'm a wannabe dad with dad oh, jokes. Oh man, sorry. The, the amount of times, because uh, as uh, any of our listeners will know, I do all the editing for these podcasts. And the amount of times I had to listen and re-listen to that uh, last week's podcast, <laughs> I, uh, yeah, I think I'm good. <laughs> but I mean, I mean, we, my favorite we is good, when you were though, like, I, I feel like we, we were on our best behavior. <laughs> yeah, we've we've exhausted everything about inside. But what yeah, was really funny exactly. was like when you finished editing it and then you put at the very end, you, you, you gave us a gift. This is like, I think I'm done from inside. <laughs> I was like, oh, dying i was like how'd you find that holy shit that's awesome <laughs> i actually um so we're li- kind of related to that i have a, a family chat with um all my cousins my sister and all my aunts um mm. it is it is just ladies all over the place i am the only dude in the chat <laughs> 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 but um there's like nine of us in there and i'm i always communicate using gifts as you guys know Nice. So yes. my, my cousin's like, how do you do that? How are you always finding like the perfect <laughs> gift for every situation? <laughs> That's my real talent. That's I, it's, it's not that I'm an artist. Uh, it's that um, I'm just really good at finding appropriate gifts. <laughs> <laughs> you speak in gif. You speak in meme. That's why. I do. I do. I speak in meme. 
<laughs> you have a you have a, a, a PhD in memeology. It's what I do, man. It's years of study. Let me tell you. <laughs> I was gonna say there's like a, something about a paper, but I couldn't really think of a that joke. <laughs> do we lose Alvaro? No, no, no. I'm here. I'm listening. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my okay. god. Because you are too quiet. I don't trust you when you're quiet. <laughs> Yeah, I know. He's usually talking the entire time, so I'm kind of like, hey, what's going on? Why is he... I, uh, what happened? Yeah, <laughs> I was a little so He's doing it again. Quiet. <laughs> in general, I think. I don't know. Maybe it's the pandemic. No, I don't know. Nah. Like, maybe... Nah. If there's, like, ten people in a room, then you're quiet. Yeah. Yeah. Motherfucker, I edit the podcast. <laughs> I know how much you talk. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I'm, I'm just saying, like, in, in general, I don't know, I'm... I'm I'm pretty low key, man. You know, like I, I don't know. You know, usually when I do like an event and then I bring Alvaro along, he'll go from like, "Hey, how's it going?" Da 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 da, and then he just like goes in a corner and then doesn't talk to anybody. And I was like, "What?" So well, he can't do whilst that today. He is, <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. So whilst he is also extroverted, he is also very introverted in some parts. He's like a half yeah. and half. I, I, He's like the cream, half and I half. I mean, if somebody is like, hey, do you, do you want to talk uh, Lacanian existentialism? I'd be like, okay, yeah, let's go. Or, uh, <laughs> I don't know, the deeper meaning of Adventure Time. I could be like, yeah, let's go. Uh, Life of the party. But like, yeah. you know, um, I don't know. Sir- what, what could you talk about today, though? Well, I got, I got. Yeah, what about I today, got buddy? Things we got, we got things. We got uh, three things. Yeah. In particular, we're doing Do we a uh, three four three. I'm not sure if we have a. Maybe we should make it like a theme song. Three for three. These kind of three songs. Bah, 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 bah. Yeah, we're, we're three we're, for three. We're doing the three way. The devil's three way. Yeah. No, the, uh, no. It's our monthly no, threesome. <laughs> God damn it! See, I told you we're perverts. I told you. I, you know. Blech. We, we have a problem, all right? I don't know. Toby, we need help, clearly. Clearly. No, we don't. Clearly. Don't say that. Sketch, you're too good for this this podcast. <laughs> Go, get into heaven while you can. I am squeaky clean. Leave us behind. <laughs> no, I'm pretty sure you guys are dragging me. Oh, we're dragging you to like, hell? Like the gates. Oh, I'm like, what's that tugging? Like, I see the bright light, and it's like, what's that? My foot being tugged. I can't. I look down, and he's just like, you two, hey. like, pulling me in. And I'm like, son of a bitch! Sketch, no, come man. with us! My God. And we're, like, tumbling all the way down. Ooh, uh, ooh, 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 uh. <laughs> Pretty much. Like, of course it wasn't a glide all the way down to hell. I'm going to hit every rock. No. Yeah, oh, yeah, of oh, course. It's going to be a bumpy ride. Uh, but, uh, God damn but it. They have, uh, they, they have uh, Caesars in, in, in hell, so, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it'll be fun. It'll be fun. <laughs> but yes, we are doing the uh, three four three on topics. So uh, every now and then, I guess uh, generally once a month, uh, the three of us kind of have uh, smaller ideas or smaller topics that we'd like to talk about, and we feel like bagel bites. Yeah, these are kind of like it's almost like you're getting three bite sized podcast in one. So it's kind of like a mm-hmm. three four one. Uh, Basically, we figure like these. This is a good way to discuss some topics that might not be able to fill a whole hour, but we can, you know, we can slide them in here. Um, for sure, let us know what you think of this kind of format. If you do like it, we can do more. If you like, don't like it, like we'll uh, we'll try to save it for uh, snowy days. Let us know. Just tell us something. Yeah. Just say something. Yeah. You hate it. Something. Exactly. Exactly. <sighs> Uh, so yeah, let's get this, uh, get this party on the road, shall we? Okay, Kick so, it off. uh, yeah, I'm, Over, I am going kicking off the, uh, the topics, and of course, an ongoing theme with, uh, these 343s is, I'm probably gonna be talking something, something about comics, um, mm-hmm. because nice. I enjoy comic books, and they're amazing. And they make sense. Ugh, what a loser. Oh, oh, I am a fucking loser. I, I make no qualms about that. I'm a loser, baby. It, 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 if I would get a tattoo, it would be right on my forehead. It would be loser. Um, I, I Don't do I, it. I, I, I know, but... but I'm just saying I'm not making, I'm not trying to be anything other than what I am. And what I am is uh, mm-hmm. the big old comic book dork. So. Okay, with, talk about the comics. Yeah, with uh, getting the vaccine and all. 
one of the cool things that has allowed me to do is to do in-store shopping. And I found myself <laughs> a little treasure trove in the city. I'm not going to say where it is nice. because uh, fuck y'all. Oh, because, <laughs> oh my God. So because if, oh, come on. Oh, you elitist motherfucker. <laughs> wow. Listen, listen. It's 2021, man. I have. It's not like the 90s or something. I have a good thing going here and I don't want to come into the store one day and be like, where's all the comics? You know, it happens. Ugh, you're gross. It happens though, you know? So like, mm-hmm. you gotta, you gotta be worried. Um, I'm gonna find it. I know, I know your, yeah, I know your area, general area. I'm, I just gotta narrow it sketch, down to several places and then i can find it (laughs) just to spite you because i wouldn't go yeah (laughs) i wouldn't normally go but now that i'm like yeah i kind of want to now (laughs) jeez uh but yeah no this this is a great little store uh a lot of like uh vintage kind of stuff and they have long boxes of comics so i've been able to uh dig in and go through comics and uh actually get some get some books you know get some old school books and Mm -hmm. In there, I actually found, I guess, some some pretty pretty cool gems. Uh, these are uh, Palookaville comics from 1991, uh, from John and Quarterly. Uh, the artist is a Toronto artist known as Seth. Are, are you guys familiar with his work? Oh wait, you showed me this last yes. week, right? Yes, I did. Uh, I brought it. Uh, when oh, we, I'm so when we met sick. Up. Yeah. Yeah, it was so good. Yeah, his work is. Uh, he actually had an exhibit in the AGO, and I believe he still has at least maybe one or two pieces of his up in the AGO as yeah. an illustrator, which is fucking incredible. Wow! Right, like that's. Oh, come to think of it, I might have seen it before. Yeah, like that. That's that's huge, right? Um, yeah. And and so I actually got issues one to seven or eight, which is amazing. Like nice. Uh, there are things I'm willing to get rid of, you know, with like Marvel and DC when they hit high prices and all that crap. Sure. Uh, these comics I'm going to keep till I pass, basically. Like These are the ones uh, I'm definitely going to be holding on to. And it's not even like they're like, I don't know if they're sought after or expensive, but that doesn't matter. They're they're pieces of art. That's that's what I see, you know. Um, and they're kind of a time capsule in in a way because. For sure. The, the stories are based in Toronto, and I was actually reading issue two and three, and it follows a different narrative, a different story. Uh, oh, yeah. really? It doesn't. But does it come back to the other, the first story? No, no. It uh, it's a different. Oh, interesting. So it's like they're all one shots. Yeah, yeah. Basically, uh, they're, they're oh. well, like issue two and three are a self contained story, and then I think issue four and five. Mm-hmm are another one but like they're these short stories that take place within the city of toronto they're kind of like slices of life uh uh stories and i kind of want to look for the rest of that stuff because it looked it read awesome yeah. i i thought it was awesome yeah man it, it is really good and i i will bring these issues for you and toby to check out in person as well like i definitely want to show them to raz as well because i know raz would uh, definitely appreciate them yeah uh Especially yes. that one, yeah. He that storyline, he would love that. Yeah, he would. It, it's it's great because uh, it's very much in line with like Daniel Klaus kind of uh, work of uh, infographics as well. Um, it, it's like really unique life. Uh, like it's mundane, normal life, but it's also kind of like messed up. So it has like great drama, basically. Yeah, and it's it's just a different process of the medium as well, right? Like. It's not mm-hmm. so much the, nar- the the disposable narrative of comics in a way, and I'm trying to say I don't want to come off as like the the snooty art like a comic book hipster here. Although I'm too late, I'm probably <laughs> am yeah, coming are. off as a snooty comic book hipster here. Like fucking yeah, you are. Fucking love Marvel and DC for the, for the, for their own stuff. Uh, but like I kind of consume comics on all kind of levels. Uh, like as much as I love the space for like a higher art comics i do really i do really much enjoy like outlaw comics which are trashy 90s comics with like uh bad girls and ultra violence and 
and and silly <laughs> shit. There's there's barely any plot. It's yeah, you read all mm-hmm. you yeah. you read all kinds. You dig you dig for your Dude. comics, which yeah. I really you're, appreciate. You're like that girl from the old El Paso commercial. When it's like, why not both? <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, yeah, like, and, and I I know there's a space for superhero comics as well. Um, they're very much icons and almost like pillars, if you will, in terms of like uh, morality and like where where people want to like trends are going. Right. You look at the big two and you look at what they were doing, um, and they kind of control that narrative. Uh, but I digress. Um, what I really wanted to talk about was re- the really cool aspect of seeing the evolution of our our city, which is tr- Toronto, Ontario, Canada. Um, yeah, so Palookaville is based in Toronto, and that came out in the early 90s. I Oh, hell yeah. And then we have in the late 90s, well, actually, I'd say early 2000s, we got the iconic, the the icon of Toronto in a way, uh, Brian Lee O'Malley's Scott Pilgrim, and then oh, I thought you were gonna say Jason Lou's. No, no well that is at the twenty the twenty tens, right? Then we got the uh, Human Lizard by Jason Lou, and mm-hmm. you know uh, if you haven't read the uh, the uh, Human Lizard. I highly, highly recommend Chapter House Comics uh, printed them, and I believe they are in graphic novel form as well. So, the pitiful human lizard is—it's uh, a Toronto-based superhero. He's—he's—he's uh, he's, he's super, but like, he's also runs into like a lot of lot of problems. Uh, like for all his <laughs> abilities and powers, he still kind of like, he still kind of gets short-chained, if you will, and. Uh, it's interesting seeing the evolution and the way each illustrator uses the city of Toronto as its backdrop. Like I found Palookaville's was a um, was kind of like this old time kind of city, but also in a way pretty cold. But I think, in, in a sense, it's almost right. it's almost like that's the city in a way. Like it has a coldness to it. And I think that's something people from the outside kind of tend to not understand about Toronto. Like, it can be pretty tough. Like, Canadians aren't Care Bears, man. <laughs> like, I don't know where that, <laughs> that conception <laughs> came from. But, like, shit can be pretty bad here. Like, uh, in, mm-hmm. in Palookaville, number one, the, the main character of the story gets his ass kicked in front of Wesley Station. In front of a crowd of people, oh, and they just watch, right? <laughs> they just watch. Afterwards, yeah. like some people are like, "Oh, yeah. hey, man, you okay? Are you fine?" Like, you know, the the cops can't really do nothing if you get your ass kicked. Like, it's not necessarily a crime, you know. It's like, eh, well, mm-hmm. you got beat up, uh, you know. So, <laughs> it, there's that kind of effect, right? So then you jump over to Scott Pilgrim, and it's interesting because at the time when it came out, and in my age. Uh, I was in high school at the time. Toronto was kind of magical. Now, here's the thing, though. Mm -hmm. I was in high school. My responsibilities, my cares were fucking zero, you know? So it could be this, like, fun, exciting place. Like, hey, let's go downtown. Let's go to Chinatown and eat cheap food. Yeah, you know, get sick, but then (laughs) be okay the next day. Let's go to uh, uh, fucking Funtime? (laughs) Funtime Arcade? I can't remember. Funland. Funland Arcade. That's what it was. Funland Arcade, which is the, the scary, greasy old arcade in the middle of downtown Toronto that then, get this, becomes an Ardennes. Like, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. They used to sell crack at that arcade. So okay, like, <laughs> but I miss that arcade, man. That was And amazing. now they sell yeah. the, the child version of crack, which is like Hello Kitty Station. Yeah, ba- basically. And so it's, it's 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 interesting that Toronto uh, that then becomes to a uh, pitiful human lizard, which um, the main character Lucas you find in the in the story, I think his biggest enemy and like I think it'd be interesting to talk to uh, Jason about this for sure is I feel like maybe his biggest enemy is the city itself, and 
it's interesting because Lucas has to work all these jobs. He goes from office job to courier to like, and uh, meanwhile <laughs> being a test test lab as well, like to being a test rat uh, for these uh, pharma pharma companies. He has to he, he has right. to do whatever it takes to survive in the city. Meanwhile, trying to protect it. And yeah. I thought, wow, that's a fucking interesting take on Toronto. Um, please correct. Would you say please that? correct me if I'm wrong, Jason? If you're hearing this, I would love to chat about this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But so here's here's a question. Yeah. Um, would you say that these comics are representations of Toronto, depending on um, either social status or age or time or a combination of all of them? I, I, like it's all the same city, I but I think. You know, it's interesting because if you look at each of the characters in the comics, they're all relatively around the same age and they're all in within the mm-hmm. means of economic means, working class, right? Uh, yeah. Like, for whatever reason, uh, like, Pilgrim was basically a hobo, but he got by. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's fucking crazy. Like shitty basement apartment. <laughs> Didn't he, like, share a bed with his roommate yeah. too or something yeah exactly or, yeah know, it was just like one yeah. bed <laughs> well i personally think it's all the same yeah. it's one yeah. of the same one in the same it's just different perspective of each individual on in each of those stories whether that's mm-hmm. like before or later i know people that still have the same kind of problems and it's still toronto mm-hmm. you know it's yeah. like I, I think i think it's just like a matter of perspective but also like i you know jason kind of portrayed like this place kind of like to me reminds me of kind of like new york city and spider-man mm. where it's just like you know you have a hard time getting a break yeah you know? and the city is the one beating you down because like in new york like that's like the city you know if you're not careful you, you can you can let it like eat you whole you yeah. know and it's like toronto has that some people kind of leave the city and go this place is not for me because it's yeah. the city right and i think it was a great representation for all those, you know, three stories mm-hmm. where, you know, it's not the, it's not like a wonderland or something like that, like, you know, Toronto, but yeah, it has great charm and then it has its pitfalls, but also like, um, you know, like the first, the first story that you were talking about, like yeah, Belugaville. Yeah. Yes. That kind of stuff sort of still happens today. And like that Care Bear thing that you were saying, it's yeah. like Canada as a whole. Yes, we are like that, but like, Cities are not uh, – every city, like, n- not every like, – almost every city is, like, not pleasant. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, it's just mm-hmm. – there's just a level of it, a layer of it that's just, like, you're not going to have a good time. Like, go go to Dundas Square right now. Like, it's pretty creepy. Like, it's just a ton, a ton of, you know, people yeah. that are just not going – not going – not doing well, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, you know. Yeah, I don't know. I think it's just, I think it was a great portrayal, especially Scott Pilgrim. Like, they kind of take you all over the place. I remember my ex-girlfriend, she came here from L.A. and I had to show her, like, Toronto. And she wanted to see all the landmarks of, like, the spots in Scott Pilgrim. Oh, nice. Like, the Pizza Pizza, Honest Ed's, when it was still open. This was, like, 10 years ago, so, like, Honest Ed's was still around. And we went in there and, like, yeah, I kind of showed her, like, every every area that was in, like, Casa Loma and stuff. It was so much fun. Yeah, and yeah, no, it's just something about, like, Scott Pilgrim that has a really great charm, you know? And, and you know, this this city as well, I, I think I'm just really happy that each of these stories and, of course, e- each creator is from the city. And it's definitely a, yeah. a little bit of proudness seeing how much art has come and how much art for comics has come from Toronto. I think that's that's definitely one of the coolest coolest feelings ever. I live in a comic book city. Like, yeah, that's fucking wild, man. <laughs> we have so yeah. many, we have so many comic God artists damn. in Toronto. You know, that is that is really cool. So, I mean, shout outs to the whole comic book community of Toronto. Uh, we are pretty incredible, and there's plenty more in store. So, yeah, I love y'all. Keep doing. That has yeah, great representation you. of uh, artists. Yeah, keep doing the the Lord's work. Um, <laughs> the Lord's work. Whatever Lord you may pray to. Uh, Jack Kirby. Yeah, clearly. Talking about? Duh. Oh, clearly. the King. King Kirby, man. Come on now. Come on now. Of course. But uh I thought we prayed to Nick yes. Cage. Uh, yeah. 
You fucking uh, heathen. You know, a father is, uh, <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah, okay, you're right, you're right. Our, our father. Sorry, Nick Cage. He's been unfaithful. Our father. <laughs> father. father. Damn um, you two. But yeah, no, I'm definitely going to post these up and highly, highly recommend you, uh, all, for everyone listening, get to check out these books for sure. You know, uh, Word. They're, they're excellent, excellent books, each, each, and, each and every one of them. Uh, and I'll try to see if I can find links of where you can find them. If get them available, get them into your hands, you know, and support the artist. So yeah, yeah. So that was my little diatribe on the city of comics, Toronto, Canada. So hoping to add my own take on this as well. I really like to be part of this world, you know. So. Because uh, I definitely love it, so yeah. Part <laughs> of your world. Hell yeah, hell yeah. Nerd. <laughs> you got that, 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 that's why I'm here. Come on now. Come on now. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> I got monsters and goblins galore. Uh, uh, I, got, I, got, I got back issues for days, son. <laughs> you want back 20. issues? I have 20. Oh, I've got, I, I got plenty. I got, uh, got some Dark Hawk. Some uh, Rob Liefeld X Force, you know, like out where they draw, out where they. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you, you will join me on this quest, won't you, Floby? Uh, I, I have no choice. Floby, it... that's a great like that'd be a great song for like an artist that wants to be a part of the comic book like professional comic book artist, and he's just, <laughs> just like singing all these like. <laughs> Man, oh, I wish I was. Wish I had the motivation to do anything like that. Hey, hey, what? <laughs> yeah, same. One day. So, so, day. so, yeah, so Tobes, what do you have for us in store this week? Um, yum yum. What you got? I have a new color in store. A new color. Uh, a new color, a new shade of blue. Ooh. The hell? Yes. What? The first one invented in 200 years. No. Yeah. Really? The last one was 200 years? Yeah. Whoa. The last blue did they say was what was the last 200 one? years ago. How did this even, uh, did they say how which does this process even come about? Uh, okay. Well, let's, let's, um, let's rewind a little hmm. bit. Let me take so you back. So the last, to um, so the last blue that was manufactured, um, mm-hmm. like so, like the last inorganic blue, was cobalt, oh. and that was in that was in eighteen o two. Now, as you guys may Whoa. or may not know, uh, cobalt, uh, you can get cobalt poisoning from that. It's not exactly the healthiest yep. material yep. to work with, you know. It's actually pretty toxic, yeah. Yeah, so you know if, if it's <laughs> but, inhaled but or don't ingested. They... Yeah, like in powder form, you can't, like, it has to be, like, paint so that you can't, like, inhale it, like, in powder form, right? Exactly, exactly. So, um, so and, and if you're making your own pigment, then you have to be that much more careful. Oh, uh, God. And then, you know, like, so a lot of blue pigments that are out there come with a lot of complications. You know, there's, um, we don't know how to make Egyptian blue anymore, which was, like, apparently, like, the prettiest synthetic blue yes. that you could possibly imagine um mm. so because of some assholes through history we no longer ha- know how to do that mm-hmm. uh and so then we got the lapis lazuli uh ultramarine bullshit and uh <laughs> you can only make that for as long as you have lapis lazuli so uh, uh... once that pretty stone is gone there goes ultramarine uh, and then yeah a bunch of the other uh, blues have like different sort of uh, bad properties that can fuck with your shit that you don't want to be inhaling or ingesting uh, but having said that don't eat your paint people <laughs> I feel like I shouldn't have to say that but I'm going to say it Yeah, don't don't go like Van Gogh style and just like start like just scarfing down yellow paint please. yeah let's be honest not the most stable idol mentally no um yeah so so don't don't do that uh disclaimer 
Uh, <laughs> so Please. in 2009, at the Oregon State University, there was this uh, researcher named, I'm going to butcher his fucking name, uh, Professor it. Mass, I have it written out here, Mass Sub Subramanian. Mass Subramanian. Okay. I, I butcher that. All this will be in the, the I'm gonna, our show notes. Yeah. Um, I'm going to assume that you said that right. Uh, yes. yes. Assume away. <laughs> um, so him and I think it was like a student of his or something. I think his name's Andrew Smith. I, which is an easy I name knew to it. pronounce. I was like... <laughs> um, <laughs> I think that's how it's pronounced. I was like, let it be a normal dude. Um but yeah, Jake. so they were uh, trying to develop materials to use in electronics, and they took um, uh, some fucking shit, uh, <laughs> manganese, manganese, and other stuff, and they put it into a kiln, and they were like, let's leave this overnight and see what happens. So they did that, and they came back, and then they found um, Yemen Blue which is Ooh. our new blue pigment. Yemen. Whoa. So they took Joe Yemen Manganiello blue. and shoved it in a microwave and then they got blue. Yes. Uh, it's also known as mass blue or Oregon blue. And oh. it is incredibly, it's it's like a true blue. Like it is blue. Uh, it is more vivid I than cobalt it. or Prussian. So, okay. So here's the thing. You're saying you want it. Uh-oh. <laughs> I want Uh-oh. it. Now. It is... It's only available to American consumers through. Um, Mother, I believe they're a company called Golden. Oh, um, oh, the paint. So it's a, yeah, I, yeah. So it's very limited. Um, oh, that shit is expensive, eh? <laughs> yeah. Uh, so you can get it through Golden, or, there's an Ita- or or the Italian art store is the other business. It's like a small family business. Um, Damn. And I believe it's for, for Golden, you actually have to, like, send in a request in order to be approved to purchase it because it's that rare. Wow. Um, Come on. I want it. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like that, that like, ultra black color. Right, you know? right. Uh, the um, um, Was it the truest black or the absolute black or something? I don't know. Yeah, that. whatever. It is. Yeah, it's, it's, it's basically on the same level as that. Um, it was, like, black 3.0 or something. Yeah, it's a bullshit, you know. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so uh, this blue for a uh, approximately one ounce tube of paint, you're looking at about $180. That's it? That's the it. price for like one ounce. Um, <laughs> Jesus. Now. One ounce. Yes. Oh, Having said where, this Where though, do you, is there a website or like, how would you go about website? even getting yes. this? You would have That's to, if you go through all the process, right? Yeah, you'd have to go through this, okay. this process to get it. Um, however, <laughs> there is another way to get it. Ooh. Now, there are some sellers on Etsy who have made their own paint using the pigment. Well, I was I was going to ask, though, as well, because like, I, I noticed that at work, um, I, uh, I work in a print shop, so uh, mm-hmm. we, uh, we, we work with paints and all that, uh, all that jazz. Uh, and they're... they're uh, we got this um, whatchamacallit? It has a name. Basically, it shows you all the different like variations of colors, but also how you can, what you need, and like how much to actually create that. If, if that mm-hmm. makes sense. Um, yeah. Yeah, like the mixing kind of like table. Yeah. So, it, it does that exist for Yemen Blue? Um, well, Yemen Blue was only, I think it was only approved to be sold back in 2016. Uh-huh. So it hasn't even been on the market very long. Interesting. So I, I don't really know if there's anything like that. And because it isn't an organically created blue, it is a manufactured blue. Uh-huh. So, so do you think this is more about, this is more about like the quality or like, a new color or is it like a new way to produce that color and it just has like a slightly different kind of tone of the blue and that's why we're like this is new but like in some ways we've seen that blue somewhere like on a computer or something like that Mm -hmm. but just like not mixed in as like an actual chemical material or something precisely yes um 
it is it is totally a blue that's reproducible um but this is the they're they're freaking out over this because it's the first blue in 200 years that can be created without inhaling or ingesting poison <laughs> right good to know yeah. like it's it's safe <laughs> to work with uh i still think that's the thing too it. <laughs> yeah that's the thing too like cobalt blue was like insanely popular Mm-hmm. And um, even like the Persian blue, like all these like people love like and and they're very like vivid and they're very like they look amazing. Mm-hmm. So to have something else that's that's, you know, like a new thing, it, I, I can see the excitement. Like, that's pretty cool because, yeah. you know, you, you, you thought we've had it all. We've got it all. But no, there's still more <laughs> to go. Exactly. And it's like they're they're also really excited about this because unlike other um artificially created blues this one is environment environmentally safe um, as opposed to other pigments uh which is which is a huge deal as well because there's a lot of pigments that are not environmentally safe um so that's an issue and i wonder uh, if i wonder if that's like oil or acrylic is that one or like do Uh, they have it in oil you can get it in different forms Oh, cool. Um, I know because I I watched a video on it being swatched beside different blues. And the girl who swatched it got hers off of Etsy and she got a watercolor version of the pigment. Oh, sick. A watercolor? I wasn't even thinking that. Oh, my God. Yeah. That's awesome. Because if you're you're purchasing the pigment, then you can basically make into whatever paint you need. Mm. Um, Right. Yeah, so that's what people. That's that's why a lot of people are going to Etsy to buy these things. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, buyer beware because I can't speak to how accurate um. those pigments are going to be. Because um, I mean, it, it's hard to say whether they actually do have the real pigment or not. These these could be people mm. bullshitting. We don't know. Uh, so buyer beware. Uh, are are you are are you thinking of uh, possibly getting some tubs? considering yeah, it yeah i mean considering I it. yeah i don't know I, I, we should I do we should do a youtube yeah. just like buy buy this and then like and then like paint something with this and we'll call yeah. it our blue period, <laughs> blue period. i, I volunteer <laughs> well if if we don't want to wait though and if we don't want to spend 180 dollars on a tube Oof. of paint wow. crayola <laughs> Ooh. did introduce um blutiful which is a crayon inspired by the pigment Oh what! <laughs> I love that this sparks Bloody, all this like fun stuff. Beautiful, beautiful, yes, nice, yeah. And it's 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 darker than the actual pigment from what I've seen. Okay. But I mean, it's still really cool that they did this, and it's it's part of their permanent. Um, I believe it's now part of their permanent like box of crayons. Oh. <laughs> There's so. like a mascot for her. Like, there's a mascot for Blutiful and everything. Yeah. B. Well, so yeah, Aww. it's it's a pretty cool uh, thing that people are, um, I guess like embracing this like this new pigment, and it's a it's a way to keep a color alive without having to rely on things that can cause poisoning or that we're mining a specific. Uh, like stone that's gonna eventually go extinct like this is yeah this is good and it's not as good as egyptian blue obviously because Mm -hmm. fucking that shit is gorgeous and we can never create it again because i think it's the romans like fuck you romans is that egyptian blue Uh, (laughs) i'm trying to like piece my memory of what it would look like is that like the eyeliner kind of blue that you see on on some pharaohs it's like what they painted with Mm. Yeah. yeah 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 not eyeliners <laughs> i i don't believe they used it on their face i could be wrong mm, fair <laughs> enough i was gonna yeah I, I was gonna say i'm surprised we haven't made a uh tobias blue what what to- tobias to- you're tobias Yunke. oh yeah. not not toby right. medeiros you're toby not tobias my legal name oh, okay. is tobias you fuck <laughs> I paid for that name. <laughs> Respect it. 
Oh boy. <laughs> I love that there's like an excitement in color though. Yeah. Like I really think it's so it's so cool to kind of see some things happening with art and and it's nice that they found they found a way to produce color without like, you know, sacrificing something or you know, having too much of a cost at something or or having to compromise and just like get some kind of, you know, poison to to produce that thing. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. Damn. It's and I mean, like, as sort of like a closing note, it isn't just um, this that's kind of being put out there. It's just really cool that we are developing these, like, in quotation marks, new colors or new way to produce colors. Um, mm-hmm. Like, I know that uh, there is that black is black. There's they have that mirror chrome paint where one coat yeah. makes everything like a mirror. Um, yeah. They have like the pinkest pink and like the yellowest yellow and all that stuff where it's like the brightest colors that you could possibly get. Um, right. And I think it's just really cool that they're developing all of these uh, new pigments and these new ways to create these pigments. That's pretty sick. Yeah. Oh, yeah. All I want to get colors. Vanta Black now. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm definitely curious to see how it looks, you know. What what, Tag. what I'm in. what you got sketch? All right, nineteen minutes to talk about Van Neistat. We always go over though. You know we do. <laughs> I know. Um, so I love YouTube very very. How much? much? I love it. I watch it. I watch it like it's TV. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when I realize that nobody does that, then oh. I realize oh, I watch a lot. <laughs> I watch a lot. Not a, a lot of people do it, but like most of my friends like don't like, oh, you just like turn on the TV and just like play YouTube videos. I'm like, yeah, you learn so much cool shit. It's yeah. nonstop. Yeah. Um, so I'm a big fan of like the world's most known YouTuber, which is Casey Neistat. He used to do like a daily vlog and I used to be so crazy about his um, his studio space because it was so wacky and insane but it was kind of like this crazy order that he has and the way he kind of fixes things he does it all by himself and i was like that's such a weird approach to everything but also i love that because getting your hands dirty and like kind of fixing it yourself it's it's my favorite thing i love i love kind of just i i feel like you know i get my I get my soul back when I get my hands dirty and like, you know, and then be productive by like fixing something with your hands. So, um, so I was like a big fan of Casey Neistat and then he kind of went away and then he kind of came back. Then he went to LA and then, uh, he was kind of off the radar a little bit, but then he came back this, I think it was like this year. And I was just trying to find some videos that he had and, you know, like that new stuff or anything like that. But he talked about, he he um he did a video where he was telling everybody to watch his brother's YouTube, and apparently his brother his name's Van Neistat and he hadn't been like on the internet didn't watch YouTube didn't like really social like you know do social media much or something like that, mm-hmm. and you know when it came to like Casey's like studio in New York, it had like he he would label like. Every, every tech that he had, everything that he had, he would put his name and his address or something on there so that in case it, it's lost, you know, it would make its way back to him or something. And it's always, like, so rugged. Like, he had, like, shelvings in specific ways and label everything and stuff. And then when he, when I learned about Van Neistat, he kind of did the same thing, but in a more minimalist, orderly manner. But it was all still like labeled and did all stuff. He made like a lamp out of like industrial lamp kind of thing that's clamped onto a a sledgehammer. And the sledgehammer has it is basically like it not not bolted, but like it's 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 basically like mounted on like a baseboard so it stands up. And he had like he has like all these like weird quirks and ideas of how to solve a problem without having to spend like you know forty dollars on something it was crazy and i was like i love this guy this guy's like i mean he showed like this thing about a mount 
where he would have like he'd set up a mount to put over his table so that he could shoot footage looking down on tables now on my youtube i used to do a lot of like drawing on table you know drawing on my desk and my camera pointed to it and i literally made almost that same thing right so i was like yo this guy's like my spirit animal like i love this guy and <laughs> just so happens his <laughs> his his title like the title that you know like on his videos he's the spirited man and i was like this guy is awesome but what was even crazier for me was how he narrates like hit the artfulness of casey's stuff it's more like documentary but like if you look at like van stuff it's like very much like like an artist's kind of creating a film than than it is like a documentary which is like it's half and half of that and it's so like fascinating to me because he puts so much work on each videos and um yeah like he loves motorcycles and it was just it was just so fascinating because like when i think about influences you know how much i've influenced my brother and how much he's influenced me or even like the way uh people that you know go through in and out of my life and how they've affected my stuff i watched like how these two guys like got to make an hbo special together and how he influenced casey so much that like even though casey does all these like high-tech crazy devices like you know like he reviews devices people mail so much stuff he's so famous that people mail like companies mail stuff to him and he just has to like try it or something like that and he'll go outside like new york city and just like you know trip over like this like one wheel self-balancing one wheel that he was sent to and like all this craziness but like this other guy has none of those things and in fact his like Tacoma and like all these like vehicles and like camera, it's all hand-me-downs from like Casey's stuff, which I was like, wow, you have an awesome brother to to get stuff from. That's pretty sick. <laughs> but, but yeah, no. And, and I don't know. One of those things is like, I don't know. I love it. I love watching this guy because like he comes off very like natural as an artist, you know, as a filmmaker. And it's so like motivating and inspiring to see like, somebody do that and and keep it up like he's he's done like so many videos in the last like two months and it was so fascinating to kind of see his his growth but um yeah he has a studio space which now i'm like itching to get another studio space you know with y'all <laughs> um but he's yeah i mean th there was a he has like a wall with like a scroll on it and you can like pull it down and then he uh, what do you call it? Uh, Alvaro saw this. He talked about like the different stages of our like, like age, like mm. era, kind of like an era, and like how it loops around. Because he was talking about this book that talks about it, and he was like kind of illustrating it by writing it down instead of like creating some kind of. And this is kind of a Casey thing too. Like he'll just mount a camera and then just start writing and then he'll just cut to all of those things. So instead of like using After Effects to make like some cool graphics and blah, 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 he just writes it down. Like the, nothing should stop you. Just like do it, you know, do it, uh, do it by hand. Who cares? You know? And it was just like, So quick, quick note here. The book is called The Fourth Turning. What the cycles of history tell us about America's next rendezvous with destiny uh, by William Stratus. Uh, and Neil Howe, the uh, book is is really really cool though. Uh, this it's uh, it, it's definitely looking at how history repeats itself in moments of four, and where we are at this certain time in history. Um, I'm I, I'm definitely gonna try to read it over the summer for sure. So uh, I'll definitely let you guys know how that goes. It's pretty. It's pretty interesting, yeah. right? Because it's like, it, it's, it's, um, you have, you know, humans in some ways, like we've gotten to the point where we're kind of predictable. And so when we have, when we get fed up with something, we want to solve it with something, but it's kind of like, it's kind of like an ebbs and flow kind of like thing with us. Mm. And that, that kind of maps it out, like how that happens and how that goes and stuff. And I don't know, it's, 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 uh, it's a pretty interesting thing, but the way he maps it out and the way he describes like, his day-to-day -day stuff and the way he narrates it it's 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 so wonderful and so refreshing to see something like that that i i, I just so, you know, i wanted to talk I about think it the, um, the one question i have for you sketch is what do you want to do with the uh, video 
and art because I, I, I feel like it much like being comics in a way you're consuming a lot of video and you're very interested you know about the you, you you're noticing lights you're noticing uh, a camera effects so like obviously you have a, a passion for it as well uh, what are some of your oh, what, I love what are some of your goals yeah. with uh, with videos that you'd like to do in the, in the near future well I need to find some time to do this but I really definitely want to go back to I want to go back to vlogging mm-hmm. and kind of like because I feel like there is an ebbs and flow in YouTube um, like YouTube's like popularity or like what is entertaining in there not that I'm looking for like what's popular but like kind of what would be fun mm-hmm. to do mm-hmm. and I definitely kind of want to bring back that like fun youtuber not youtube i keep saying youtuber but i really don't like that um (laughs) just like the just like the way like the vlogging works you know like documenting an interesting life and and you know i learned so much watching like casey's like way of documenting it but looking at fans like kind of way of doing it i was like that's actually way more interesting for me like Mm -hmm. creating a narrative that i want to describe what happened not having to be forced to just talk about what happened during a day, but really like what happens, um, like what's an interesting topic that happened, you know, and then try to make something about that and, and create, you know, create content to edit for that particular topic in that, for that video. So I think for, for me specifically, I wanted to use back when I lived, you know, way back in, 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 the suburbs, I felt like I really didn't have much to say. I wasn't really that interesting. And I, 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 but like the way I'm living now and the way, you know, like where I work and like, um, the people that I meet and stuff, I really wanted to, um, I really wanted to document that and kind of mm-hmm. talk more about that. And the people that I meet are very interesting. So I kind of like, was like, this is like the time to do this. Like, I, I think once we get the studio space, I kind of want to document like, us getting a studio space yeah. and you know me you know finding a new apartment and stuff like no. all that stuff and you, you know you i know. was gonna say um going through my like uh my icloud photos all things considered we've done some pretty cool shit guys you know um and i feel bad too because like there's some stuff that i didn't yeah. document that we could that we could have easily done and, and, you know you know it's interesting though because there's a lot of content on my iCloud that I've not posted. And I think it was somewhere around 2014, 15. I can't remember when. But basically, Facebook fucked us over, right? <laughs> and we kind of all were like, oh, okay, we're not going to post anymore like i remember you know it used to be such a such a thing you know you'd have something you'd take pictures uh and then the monday you'd post the pictures up and be like yeah look at that look at the cool shit we did (laughs) and and on one hand it's kind of neat to see like uh cute young alvaro full of hope in some of these pictures um (laughs) (laughs) hope (laughs) but but then you know there's this like notorious dark underbelly to fucking Zuckerberg and his shit. So, you know, that that that's kind of a bummer. But like these I I, I have these pictures, right? I have these things. I, I have the videos of me making videos to myself, uh, when we were in Huntsville, uh mm-hmm. like two years ago, maybe a year. Of course you do. Yeah. And I have a video of you making You have the video, video of yourself. me making the video? I'm pretty sure it was like three years ago. Yeah. Years yeah, exactly, so. right? But yeah. that's just hilarious. <laughs> I get to watch that, and I'm, you know, yeah. I'm laughing my ass off, right? Like, uh, I think that's funny. I think, young I think it's awesome to to have that, you know. Whether it's, you know, and you know, it is kind of fun to to share, not in the sense of just sharing for the sake of sharing, but to to kind of show a narrative. That's, I mean, we're not we're not really grand or big you know, omnipotent beings or just we're pretty humble little artists, but we've we've had Speak we've, for had, some, we've had some really cool stories, you know. <laughs> I, I think, you know. Well I, I wanna talk about I wanna talk about some stuff that might be useful for artists. You know, I 
I wanted to review some things that might be I always found that like bags are, you know, for artists is is kind of hard to come by, like a really decent one that you can kind of carry. Mm-hmm. We tend to find um, cases and containers for our stuff and then hopefully that can fit in a bag kind of thing. But I, I started looking into what would be actually a good bag for, for artists and stuff. So I want to do a video about that. I found one that I, I'm absolutely in love with and I really wanted to show people about, you know, show people what it is and stuff and, and how I use it. Um, and stuff but like yeah I know there's a lot of videos that I really want to do so I'm really like excited to like try to you know get that going because I'd love to yeah I'd love to share um, the way I see Toronto you know mm-hmm. I see Toronto differently from Scott Pilgrim you know there's less there's less kung fu fighting going on to be honest <laughs> actually no actually no that's not true that's yeah uh, I was gonna say <laughs> <laughs> actually that's not, that's not true like i mean most of my friends that do kung fu they're all in vancouver now but but <laughs> and i and i and i did know the coordinators that worked on scott program they so, were cool there you go so it's the same so it's the same <laughs> never mind it's the same um <laughs> yeah no it's, it's it's fun to kind of, it would be kind of fun i mean anybody who saw my youtube videos before know that i used to you know like we used to have a, a kind of a studio space in in uh, fast motion studios but that was a stunt studio space and and yeah it had like really fun things so at that time it was kind of interesting but you know i think now is it's a lot more interesting I've, I've been more deep into toronto than ever before i'm in it now <laughs> it'd be kind of fun to show that along yeah. with uh, toby uh, hey <laughs> oh hey but we're gonna Alvaro. get a studio yeah alvaro's not invited it. he has to earn no, it no he's not <laughs> that's right did, he's gone did he did we get him to leave <laughs> I, yeah he's gone he's out of here ha <laughs> ha this is ours now oh my this god is our, this is our house oh good for us it. my god good for us good for us I'm I'm patting myself in the back I'm proud of you <laughs> thanks that's what life is all about getting rid of Alvaro <laughs> well if uh you like any of our topics um if you i want you to check out van nystat and you want i want you to tell me what you think about it and then uh tell me on discord uh or even you know if you want if you want to take a look at the the blue the blue pigment um you know and then see what you think about it maybe you think it's bullshit i don't know let's talk about it on discord uh you want to show us your art? Let's go to Instagram. We dot re your friends. Yeah, your friends. Yeah, uh, Instagram. <laughs> um, <laughs> forgot. Uh, and, you know, send us, uh, send us, us some dicks. art there too. Send your dicks. Send your dicks. Send your dicks at <laughs> weyourfriends.ca. Yeah, and I, I think before we close up, I I need to summon Alvaro back. Well, I've I've um, been here the whole so. time. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Damn it. I was about to call upon the powers of yeah, this no, page to bring no, you back I, I, for the closing. I've been here the whole time, but that's kind of the story of my life. Maybe, I guess. <laughs> story of my life. Kind of uh, in- invisible in plain sight, you know? Can't relate. Sorry. <laughs> Pardon me. Basically. What else is there? Basically. Well, Send your dicks. So I think um, with all of that, we're we're good to, well, to close yeah, up th- for the th- night. Well, yeah, there was also comics as well. Sketchy, yeah, yeah. Forgot to. Forgot yeah, guys. To yeah, if uh, if you wanna, it, sorry, if you want if you guys wanna uh, learn more about the uh, the indie books and the cooler books, I'm okay. just kidding. They're all cool. I'm I'm messing with you. They're, they're all cool. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I would we would love to talk about that and share some art that we found. Uh, Alvaro, you're gonna share it on Discord because yeah. I, I think it would be cool for people yeah, to see it totes, there too. Yeah, some goats as well. Uh, and I'm also, sick. like, if you do want me to talk more about comics, like by all means, let me know. I, uh, I, I, I could, I could talk about comics. Comics are fun, you know. Oh, he could. All day. Believe us, he could. Yeah. He could. Yeah. <laughs> on that note, thank you for listening to us rant about things that we like. Yeah. Rant and rave. And um. Yeah, we also like you're you not guys. alone. Yeah. We like you guys. You know why? Because we we're your friends. We're friends. That's right. 
Yeah. I like that Toby night. took the initiative on that one. That's that's really that's really I good. did. I love it. Really I did assert it. Take care of yourselves, everybody. It's about time, Toby. We love y'all. Toby took the outro. Okay, bye.